Welcome to episode 99 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, should, we, should we tell them about uh, the missed episode? <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was uploading last week's episode and and, uh, and the, the website that we use, uh, Podient, just automatically has your next episode number and i see it was saying episode 97 i'm like but we just did episode 98 where's 97 so last week i posted episode 98 we skipped 97 i was telling jerry this morning i was like well maybe today we'll we'll say we're going back in time to do episode 97 well i went back into my files and i found episode 97 for some reason it never posted so uh, you may be seeing two episodes post today Episode ninety nine and ninety seven, so you get a, get a double whammy, of- double whammy. I, that, yeah, I like that. You, now you just need to go get like double the amount of coffee that you normally get. Hop in your vehicle and point it in some direction, approximately two hours away, and <laughs> <laughs> just go for it. Listen to listen to all of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's so like I don't know that the whole missing a metaphor is like the perfect. Missing an episode, I should say, is a perfect metaphor for like where my brain is at lately. Yeah. Okay. I, like, no kidding. That is one of the best ways that I could describe what I feel like inside of my head. I've just, yeah, I got that done. Nope. Not even close, but I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. I'm feeling good today. We uh, had a fun night out. We, uh, we uh, last night, me and Dusty met up with some friends in the industry and, and had a nice had a nice dinner some great conversation and i didn't get home till late but I'm still full of uh of steak and mashed potatoes and stuff this morning so i'm, I'm feeling uh feeling pretty good you know that that brings up a question and i don't think that i asked it in a previous episode you know and what kind of popped it into my head is the fact that we're talking about dinner so now number one i'm very hungry <laughs> uh, but number two did you end up doing anything for Valentine's Day? Did you go out to eat or do anything special? So one of the reasons why I married my wife is that she thinks that Valentine's Day is stupid. Uh, so that's one of the one, one of the things I got, I got going for me here is that neither of us really care. We don't even really – I don't think we would know that it's a thing, that it's even a day on the calendar if it wasn't for just show, you know socially people talk about Valentine's Day. But <clears throat> so I have three kids, uh, girl, boy, girl, 10, uh, almost eight, almost seven. And uh, and because schools are being stupid right now, they're not doing like daddy daughter dances and stuff like that. So we so we talked about how you know we should just take the kids out for a nice dinner. It'll be fun to, to you know, kind of get dressed up and go to a nice dinner together. So we tried to do that, and uh, we went to two restaurants that, well, the first restaurant was like an hour wait, and like I said, I got three young kids. They're not going to sit in the car for an hour and wait. So we went to another restaurant, and they, <laughs> I was actually kind of ticked. I walk into this restaurant, like pretty much empty. I'm looking around, there's tables all over the place. I'm like, perfect. This is great. We're going to sit down in this nice restaurant. And I go up and I'm like, Hey, you know, 
uh, we got five people and they're like, Oh, do you have a reservation? I'm like, no. So, oh, well, you know, we only do reservations until like after seven 30, then, then you'll need one. I, I look around, I look to my left, empty table, look to my right, empty table, look at her. And I say, can I place a reservation now for one of these empty tables on, on either side of us? And she just, you know, she just gave me this look and I'm like, you know what? Never mind. So we turn around left <laughs> and, uh, and we end up going to this, like, there's this little hot dog joint in downtown Medina called Dan's Dogs. And it's, you know, they have like 50 different, you know, options of toppings for hot dogs, stuff like that. It's kind of a cool little joint. So, so we're all dressed up in this little hot dog joint. And that's what we did for, uh, for that. How about you? You guys doing anything? Yeah. So I, I got super adventurous this year. So I, I can't really describe it, but around Valentine's day, a little bit before I just came to this realization that I kind of get into these routines and I don't really switch things up that much. Like I I'm learning new stuff all the time. I am getting out of my comfort zone a lot, but there's aspects of my life that are very predictable and I just follow the same pattern and the restaurants and things that we go to is a perfect example of me just saying, okay, I just do this. We're going to go to a steakhouse. We're going to go here and do this thing. It's always the same. So I was talking with one of my good friends and he mentioned that we should go out to a sushi place. And I've had sushi in the past. I've never like gone gone nuts. I've never, I don't know. I never went crazy over sushi, but I've also never really tried a lot of different sushi. It's just like the typical California roll or, you know, just the basics, the normal ones is what I've always dabbled with. So anyway, we went to this restaurant and it was uh, three couples, three of my, you know, two other couples, uh, good friends of ours. And yeah, it was a good time. It was super expensive because I ended up getting like five different rolls just, <laughs> just to like, <clears throat> wow. I was like, I want to try them. And my wife and I just got this whole big platter of like five different rolls and things like that. So it was, it was really good. It was a, a really fun time. And one of my favorite things to do and, and Valentine's day is just a good example to do it or a good, uh, good excuse to do it. I should say is just dating my wife. I like to spend money on her. Like I just enjoy, like not with things per se, like she likes gifts and stuff like that, but she really likes quality time and, and, you know, me doting on her and just, spending time with her. So I like to go to restaurants and just spend money on her. So like spending that kind of money at a restaurant wasn't that big of a deal. Um, Especially because when we first got married, like dirt poor is the best way to describe Mm -hmm. our financial situation. Like terribly, like no money (laughs) at all. Like at times less than a hundred bucks in a checking account. And so like to be at a point in my life now where you know, when you get 120, which 120 bucks isn't that much for a nice going out for a nice dinner, but it was like 120 or 130 bucks to go out to eat and to be at a place now where we can do that and not feel like we're blowing our life savings um, is, is pretty cool. Um, it's a pretty cool part of the journey, but yeah, no, I just, I wanted to get out of my comfort zone. So I had eel, which I forget what they call that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember the word for it, but either way, eel, salmon, uh, some of these shrimp, some had shrimp in them, tuna, which tuna I didn't like um, at all. 
Really? Oh. Yeah, I I can't do tuna, man. Well, the see, oh, this is the part. This is it. So the salmon was awesome. I think it was a Philly roll. Mm-hmm. It was like barbecued salmon or something, or smoked salmon with barbecue, whatever. Smoked um, salmon, cream really cheese, good. and yes. avocado. Yes. Yep. So really good. Um, I downed almost that whole roll. Yep. And then I tried the tuna. I could not eat any more of the fish at all. Like any of the cold fish after the tuna, just because of the texture. That's it. Like I, in my brain, I was like, this tastes really good, but I can't get over it. So, you know, I'm kind of a wimp and yeah, I just, I, I just need to go eat more, eat sushi more. I think that's all there is to it. I'm going to acclimate and, uh, and try it again and again and, and just, it'll grow on me. I'm sure. But I love sushi, all the sushi. The only ones I've found that I don't really like, and I don't even really consider them sushi. Some of these places have like battered and fried sushi rolls. I don't, I don't really get into that. I want real sushi. Uh, man, I can, <clears throat> I can down some sushi. In fact, like when we're when we're in Vegas for Shot Show, really my favorite part of Shot Show is just eating in Vegas. And at least one of the nights we find one of the one of the good sushi places and spend way too much on sushi but it's so good i'm normally like i said just it, if you caught me in a restaurant typically it would be like a steakhouse burgers beer things like that and that's i don't know maybe i'm just getting old i think that's just what it is i'm just coming to the realization that i have to keep my finger on the pulse of me just getting into routines and doing things because it's what i've done and it was just a fun, it was a fun evening. So then the rest of the weekend, I have a, I have one daughter and three little boys and my daughter is an absolute princess. And by, by that, not like me just saying, Oh, she's my daughter. She's a prince. Like she is going to need a husband that just pours into her when she is older. So, you know, future husband, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have your hands, uh, hands full there, but uh, so needless to say, I had, I have to constantly be dating her as well and making her feel loved. So she got flowers and, you know, made a whole production of that. And she really enjoyed it. Took her out to get, she loves vanilla chai. So she's like, you know, already one of those girls. And yeah, it, it was a good weekend. It was just a weekend of dating with the family and spending time and like I said, it's it's really awesome at this phase of my life to be able to do that stuff. Whereas before in the past, it would have been, you know, completely rolling on a budget and um, keeping it low key. But this year was really good and I enjoyed it for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. It's I talk about perspective all the time on this podcast and in life in general. And, and when you come from from having very little, especially because we're the same way. You know, like when, when we first got married, you know, my wife was still finishing college and working part time. And I just, I'd been working full time for a few years, but I was making, I was making next to nothing. And, uh, and like to spoil ourselves, it was like we would buy a name brand <laughs> uh, food thing at the, right. <laughs> at the grocery store that week, you know, or that month. Like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna splurge on Stouffer's mac and cheese instead of you know, uh, you know the Walmart brand or whatever. So yeah, just being able to yeah, being able to all these years later, uh, you know, for hard work to pay off and 
and be able to get sushi and stuff like that. I, I, I still don't take it for granted because it wasn't, it was a long time. I mean, in some ways it was a long time ago. In other ways, it wasn't that long ago that, that, uh, that, that we, there's no way that we could have, could have been able to do that. No, I was going to say like five years ago, <clears throat> I, what would be a date night for my wife and I. So give you a little bit of perspective and background. We usually spent cash on everything. You know, right, right when we got married, it was just like, we didn't, we, I didn't know of Dave Ramsey. I didn't, you know, didn't follow his program. And for people listening who don't know, that's, that's part of his program is you know, spending cash on stuff, not doing credit, all that other stuff. So anyway, not saying that you have to do that, but we had just used cash. We'd pull out a certain amount of cash every week. And that's what we would use to fill up the cars, do groceries, all that other stuff. So I was always left with quarters every week. So we hopped in every Friday night into my little Volkswagen rabbit pickup that I had and I loved and we would go to Turkey Hill and which is a little gas station. It's owned by Kroger. And we would get these little slushy drinks and just drive around for like two hours. And that was our, our date night. So for like $4 plus whatever amount of fuel, which it got like 50 miles to the gallon, um, that was the date night. So yeah, to, to go from that. And the only time we could go out to a restaurant was, um, Applebee's would have the half price appetizers oh, yeah. after like nine or 10 o'clock. So we would go to the half price appetizers and just get the sample platter, like no food, just, we had like $25. That was the budget and you'd sit down and, and do that. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy because that was only five years ago and, you know, by no means are we like lavish or, you know, but we, we make enough now that we don't have to be concerned about every little thing. Um, and it is nice because there's been a lot of work put in to get to that point. Um, but anyway, what do you got going on inside of the, uh, the business? So a few cool things going on. Uh, we did a collaboration with Haley strategic, um, which if you don't, if you don't know, they're pretty well established, uh, uh, like instruction, uh, you know, firearms instruction and, and gear, uh, company in the industry. And back when it came out with the century strap, I had people asking pretty, you know, pretty quickly for a gray century strap. And I knew from, from day one, I'm like, we do a great century strap. It would be really cool to get Haley involved in that because kind of their whole, not the whole thing, but kind of one of their things is doing a disruptive, disruptive gray is what they call the gray. It's basically wolf gray. But um, so I had sent Travis Haley a couple century straps back when, like over a year ago. And it's taken just over a year. Uh, to be able to like, you know, for that to circle, you know, come back full circle and be able to have a conversation with him about it. And he's been using it for a year now. And, and so it's been proven to him and he likes it. And so I pitched the idea of what if, what if Haley had an exclusive color of the century strap and you know, so they agreed. And we spent probably a couple months kind of working out details, um, you know, for everything. And, 
And so those launched last Friday. And yeah, I mean, from all indications, everything went, uh, it went really well. They're, you know, they're happy. We're happy. We actually got a nice little spike in, in sales over the weekend too, because we're, we're, we're both linking each other on our website stuff. So we're driving, we're both driving traffic back and forth and, and, uh, so it just, it really kind of reinforced what, you know, what we already know and we talk about, which is just how valuable it can be to collaborate with other companies. Like, you know, why, you know, for the most part, why won't you? There's you no, know, that there's always some, you know, some chance, like what if that company comes out and does something stupid or says something stupid, or you find out something about their background that, you know, like our, you know, is, is there a chance you're going to get damaged through that? You know, but, um, you know, that's like, you can't, you can't get, you know, too hung up on the what ifs and stuff. Otherwise you won't, you won't do anything, but, um, and we don't have any concern with that really. I mean, they don't, you know, they've been around a long time and they, they do an awesome job of what they do. So we're really excited to get that, uh, get that launched. And then this week, we announced the St. Patrick's Day um, Boondock Saints themed every um, like Neo Magan EDC tray, which look pretty fantastic. If you get a chance, uh, go to our, our Facebook or, or Instagram or our website and check out the, the St. Patrick's Day custom shops. I saw them. They look freaking crazy. They're, they're pretty wild. I found this leather... Uh, oh, this guy that does really cool leather work, um, McGregor Customs, and and he just does some really wild and cool leather work. And so I reached out to him a little while ago and said, "Hey, you know, would you be interested in doing some leather for our for our trays? I think there's there's a lot of really cool potential here." And working together, and he said, "Absolutely." So this is our first. I actually have one or two other designs. Uh, sitting on my desk from him that we're going to do in the future too. But this is uh, like the, the, the one side it's, it's leather and it's like green, green leather. It's kind of battle worn looking. It's got a Celtic cross lasered into it. And the right side has Veritas and Equitas, which means truth and justice. That's, and that's lasered on the right side. And then we, we did the same design basically lasered into the, into the Neo mags and it's going really good. So this year, trying something a little different um past years when we've done the custom shops i've just flat out made a, a set quantity what it might be 50 it might be 100 and once it's sold out it's done it's sold out and uh and this year i'm trying for a few different reasons you know one reason is just this is the first year that we're doing edc trays as part of the custom shops and they're not cheap so the amount of people who are going to want to spend that kind of money on a, on a tray or a lot fewer than those who are going to want to spend it on a Neomag. So I don't really know what quantities to do and they're, and trays are expensive for us to make. So I, I really don't want custom trays sitting on a shelf and I don't want to underproduce by a bunch cause they're also a nice, it, it's nice revenue uh, selling trays. So this year doing pre-orders and normally I hate pre-orders. I, hate I was going to say this is this is like foreign territory for you. It's we've we, we've done it a couple times in the past, and 
but I felt like if we can, like, if I get all my ducks in a row, which, which really the biggest deal is, it means that I need to start the whole process with a custom shop about a month sooner than what I usually do, so that we can get basically a pre-production uh, piece made. So we know what it takes to make it. This is what it is. We're showing people what the product is. And at, at that point, as soon as the pre-order is over, we're just continuing production. So we're not starting yep. from scratch, right? So uh, so it means more work up front and starting that, the process sooner. But the cool part is now, the, 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 big, the big pro is everybody that, that wants it can get it. And then once the pre-order is over, it's done and, and we don't make it again. So it still keeps it exclusive to those who, who, you know, who, who got their order in. Um, and it's still exclusive because we're not going to make it again, which, which kind of keeps the integrity of, of, of the custom shop releases that we've, we've been doing for the last few years. Right. So it's fun. It's like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to get away from the people who, who miss a week long pre-order. Uh, for some reason that are going to come and complain to me afterwards, you know, th that they wanted it and they couldn't get it. But it's, uh, it's, it's fun. So these things are really wild and they're cool looking and they've been up for not even 24 hours yet. And we've, we've sold more than what I thought we were going to on the first day. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, and I feel like in certain, since certain instances the pre-order is the only way to go um unless you have i think so yeah i'm gonna stand on that because I'll, I'll give you an example we have some products coming out that are going into a different market and it would kind of be foolish of me to even guess how many are we gonna need to make because i have zero data to back any decision and so i'd, I'd literally be just rolling the dice so there's a couple products coming that will be a pre-order on our website. But for the most part, when it comes to target systems, I have systems in place where I start teasing content and based on the feedback that I get, plus knowing the price points and what our customers are purchasing, I can kind of nail down if it's a standard product, what we should probably have on hand. Uh, but yeah, there's certain times, man, where it's just, you don't want to stock too much of something that you don't really have data to, to back it. But, you know, I saw the, the Haley strategic release of those sentry straps and I thought that was awesome. And then, uh, we also just partnered up again with warrior poet. I don't know if you saw their stuff coming out, but now we have a firebox with their logos on the side of it. That's cool. So it, for people that don't know, we have something that we've called for the last two years, our legacy firebox. It's just think of a, a really elegant fire pit that is simple, but it's materials that are really honestly about double the thickness of other fire boxes or fire pits. So it's just, it's called the legacy because it's meant to last you for a long time. So Evan and John caught wind of that, saw it on our website and they were like, we need to have our version of that. Um, and this is the power of these partnerships. We already had the product. We already have a running relationship with Warrior Poet Society. They know that we do business well. We know that they do business well. So it's as simple as me now creating the design, sent them a prototype. 
for them to play with. They loved it. And now it's up on their website and Ethan's down there running another batch of them because they sold out immediately. Um, as soon as they started talking about them. That's awesome. So there's, man, I keep saying it and we keep having meetings. Um, Perry and I were just on the phone yesterday, just talking about game plans for the future. And, and I just know the word diversification is a big deal for us personally. Um, and I've said that in other podcast episodes, but then also teaming up with people, partnerships are going to be driving our businesses forward. And I, I truly believe that. So I'm definitely this year more excited about the idea of partnering up with people. And I don't necessarily know exactly what that looks like and we'll have opportunities that jump onto our lap that I probably wouldn't have been able to predict. Um, you know, we have another one that we partnered up with and I'm not gonna say the name right now. Um, maybe sometime we can discuss that, but we make one of the components now that gets shipped in with this accessory um, that people are putting on AR-15s and things like that. So, you know, building these partnerships that aren't necessarily, you know, they're not our product per se, even. Um, I like the ones where it is our product more, but yeah. if there's a need that our company can fill that other people aren't able to find, um, I used to kind of be closed off to that idea. And I was like, no, I just, I want to get into a streamlined, just manufacture what we do. But at the same time, I like the idea of expanding our capabilities and building these partnerships with companies that we can help now, because there may be opportunities with products we don't even know about um, that come into my mind in two years that, you know, are an idea that our team comes up with in the coming years. And there's so many times where we've made a move, a partnership, built a friend, had a customer, and it just felt like a normal experience. And then three years later, they bring an opportunity to us because we were friends or because we did business well or because any, any number of things. Um, and that just happened last week with a really big job. I'm not going to bore everybody with details because it really doesn't matter, but long story short, we sold steel targets to a department that's pretty close to us here in Pennsylvania. And this gentleman's friends with a much, 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 much larger department um, and part of their security team. And so an opportunity came because we did business well with one person now back in 2017 so yeah you know that's <laughs> it's a long place sometimes yeah like it's there's relationships four like, years ago yeah there's there, absolutely there's the, there's relationships that in fact the dinner we had last night was was a phone call that i made <clears throat> probably four years ago and we just kind of had a casual i was kind of casual casual work relationship over the last four years but but we're doing a project now that that they can they can help out with and so like our relationship is is really kind of we're taking things to the next level <laughs> that sounds funny um, <laughs> it does sound are you dating like how long have you been dating what it sounds like it <laughs> uh, but that, but that happens all the time and and once you you'll find that 
if you find the right collabs or you find the right right person to work with, it opens up doors. You know, as soon as we came out with that sentry strap, I had like three other people hit me up like, "Hey, you know, I didn't know this was a this was an option. Can we? Is there any, is there any way that we could do a you know do a collab on something? You know, people that believe in your product are going to want, uh, and, and it's a good product and they believe in it are going to want to uh, you know you know be a part of of what you do and, and your product and stuff. So it's, it opens up doors too, which is, which is exciting. Yeah. And it's, it's a fun strategic game and it's fun to think outside of the box as I'm strategizing for the business and thinking, you know, you build a partnership and even if it doesn't knock it out of the park, you know, I, so you have a product and you're selling 10,000 of these products every year and you build a partnership that adds another thousand to that. I mean, that's a big deal. It, even if it's small, it's a big deal. And like you said, sometimes it compounds. Um, I know for a fact, some of the folks we just started working with making some of these products for them um, could potentially turn into something a lot more down the road. It, it all depends because we have capabilities that they didn't have and I'm sure they have products that we don't know anything about. And if we can partner up and use our marketing arm to help sell a joint product as it comes to fruition, I I mean, those are things that I'm constantly thinking about. And our team more than ever has been, like I said, in other podcast episodes recently over the last month is just what kind of power moves can we make to better position our company Um, you know, to continue really doing steel targets well, to continue encouraging people to get out and get trained, to grow the kind of content that we can put out. But then also like, let's supplement that. Um, Going back to that TAD episode where we talked about this a lot, like what, what can we do through our brand to reach people and offer other products? And that stuff gets me super excited. The more I think about it, um, the firebox thing with warrior poet society like reignites my brain and i have multiple different prototypes for different products that fall right in line with that firebox that ethan and i are working on so just kind of and i guess the way that i could put it is i have so many different passions in my life just like you do and guns tend to be the conversation piece because that's the the world we live in but at the end of the day you and I go home and we take our holster off and set our gun down at some point and we go on with life. Oh, you know, I do. Yes. I don't (laughs) sleep with my holster. That's weird, but I did get a new gun and I'll tell you about it then. But anyway, long story short there, our lives are very complex and the people that enjoy our product enjoy a lot of different things. And I would like to be able to take our values and the way we do business and pour them into other products that are going to help the same people that are buying targets live a better life and enjoy time with their family. Um, So it's exciting for me to start thinking about that. I don't, I'm not like, there's certain things I'm just, I don't know. I'm not really interested in, in jumping into with products, but there's other things that I'm like, man, this would be be cool like what if what if it adds a little bit to the bottom line what if it adds 10 percent? what if it doubles like there's products that you know 
like when we added the mini ADAP to our lineup, that blew up our sales because it's priced right. It's the right size target. It's portable and, and tons of other reasons. Um, so like, I'm, I'm always thinking of those products as well from a strategy standpoint and saying, what else can we add to the lineup that supplements what we do, but is also a high performer. So long story short there, just exciting. It's exciting diving into this. Yeah. Well, and, and with the shape of what social media is, is looking like and kind of, you know, I think we're all unsure what social media is going to look like moving forward. It, I, I think things are going to swing one of two ways. I think it's either going to swing um, and things are going to open back, like open up. I don't know if it's going to open up more, but it like, I guess you know, things are going to clamp down more on us or they're not. And if things are going to clamp down more than, than they already are, which it's, at this point, if it clamps down anymore, it might as well not even be a thing. <laughs> but, um, but it's like doing collabs and those and those sort of things. I think are definitely the future because you know we all work for an audience and we all work to gain customers and stuff. And the best way to you know, you know besides social media, the best way to kind of get access to more more future customers is to is to work with other companies and you know right yeah there's going to be you know you know there's going to be um crossover of course you know you know, uh, yeah uh, to an extent depending on who it is you're working with but um i've still to this day been blown away how diverse different followings can be there is definitely crossover but I expected when we started TA that there's far more crossover than there is. So I do fully believe that by doing something like you're doing with Haley, you have put your name in people's brains who probably have never heard of you. Right. Um, and now cool. They see a way to stow a sling. That's awesome. But they're going to end up on your website at some point, possibly too. And Hey, check out, check out that pocket clip magazine holder. I need mm -hmm. four. You know, it like it just snowballs. Yeah, not, oh, for sure. But I did briefly mention the new gun. Yeah, and you get? I feel like give me a second. I'm gonna go over and grab it. I'll be right okay. back. All right. So while we're waiting for Jared, I do want to tell people I I mentioned last week about. Um, so Jared, I was. Oh, he's back. So. I started telling people, I, I mentioned Were last- Were you gossiping about me? Yeah. So I mentioned last, <laughs> um, before I get into the gun thing, I did want to mention. So I, I mentioned last last week about how I was going to gonna try to get audio of our team meeting this oh, week. Oh, yeah. Which I did. Um, audio turned out pretty good, uh, decent enough. And I got it. I have that episode all edited up. Uh, I think we're going to kind of keep that in the can for if there's a week that me and Jared just, just can't make things- things happen, which seems to happen fairly frequently, then I'll post that episode. So I'm looking forward to people, uh, you know, being able to hear that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to hear about that too. The, uh, reality is at this phase of my life, the team meeting thing gets me really excited. 
Yeah, me too. It, it's weird. It, like I used to, when I worked for an employer and we had a meeting, I'm like, ah, another yeah. meeting. <laughs> I don't feel like dealing with this. Yeah. And now I'm like, man, this is just awesome. I feel energized. But I think the reality is we also have to keep our finger on the pulse of our employees because they might feel like I used to feel, ah, another meeting. So yeah, definitely definitely got to watch out for it. but yes i did get a new handgun and i'm curious to think to uh see if you could guess what you think it would be just the brand don't worry about the model what do you think it would be high point no i've been down that road it's not as fun as you would think Contact. i already have uh, wow wow what do you think of me i'm i'm confused i'm confused um, sccy sky I'm showing it right now. The Zev so, Sig. The, the Zev Z320. Their uh, X Compact. So one of the one of the series we started, man, I don't know, a couple months ago. Um, it's not like a regular series on our YouTube for TA, but it's something that John and I had started, and uh, we're gonna pick back up with. Is just box to bullseye, and it's like TA's way of reviewing products without really reviewing them because like I, i've said it a million times in the podcast i don't really want ta to become a I, like i don't want people to look at ta and be like oh they're going to review products i i want you to see our mission and i want you to see our products because i think they help people on their mission uh, but the reality is building trust in the community and um, showcasing products that work well with our with what we manufacture is something that I really, really want to do. So yeah, this uh, Z320 is going to be on the box to bullseye. And then I may end up, I probably will end up doing a full review on Keystone carry at some point too. Um, but typically how I've worked it is with TA, I pulled the gun out of the box without having shot it at all. And then we run it on our YouTube and I just give very basic, Hey, this is what I like about it. This is cool. Bone stock out of the box. Now this is not stock because Zev has done their magic to it, but it just gives people kind of a, a real world. Hey, what's it look like to get it out of the box and run it. And why I really like that series is I incorporate our steel and our paper targets. And I usually give people, you know, a couple different ways that they can utilize our products with a brand new gun. So they get a little bit more out of their training. Um, so it's exciting to have some new toys coming. I've got another, another gun coming as well. Just gearing up for more of these content releases. Um, I don't know if you still get like that giddy, like a schoolgirl with every new, new gun, but I've never owned a SIG handgun and uh, we'll see what I think about it. I yeah, I don't get giddy like I like. I, th I think back before I worked in the gun industry, I got giddy. I definitely still get happy. I mean, guns make me happy. Um, honestly, the most. So I have two. Uh, I, I have two staccatos now, and I'm a believer. Well, see, now you're. Th that's the problem. Is you went into the luxury line. I mean, and as soon as you get a staccato, you're like, why do I? Why do I own anything else? <laughs> it's. They're, they're a dream to shoot. So I got uh, the last gun I got was a, a Staccato C2 for for carry. 
And uh, I shot that at Donovan's class a couple weeks ago. And man, it's just, it's, it's a dream to shoot. I send it off to, to uh, Vinny at Monsoon Tactical. And he, I just got it back yesterday. He, he stippled the, the, the frame for it and everything. And it's just, it's amazing. But that thing looks sweet. I do. I've got more into SIGs the last, the last couple of years after I got my, my 365 XL that I also love. Um, I, I've shot a few more. The, the only downside to them is just the bore axis on them. But it's, it's, it's nothing that good, you know, you know, good grip can't, can't help with, but. Hey, that's what the uh, box, the bullseye will reveal. There you go. You know, that's, that's my favorite part about, um, doing this series that we started on TA's YouTube and we only have a couple episodes out, but I love it because there's no number one, people aren't paying us to do it. It's literally my thoughts unfiltered. And if this thing runs like garbage and it has malfunctions, guess what? You're going to see it. And you know, if I hate it, you're going to see it and hear about it. I doubt that I'll hate it. I mean, most things are personal taste and, you know, what one person doesn't like another person loves. So guns and gear is often very subjective unless there's actual failures where things don't work, but how things feel um, is very subjective. But I like that about the series and I think it provides value to people. And the feedback that I've gotten has been that it provides value to people because like, even when I do a review on Keystone carry, by the time I've done the review, I try to have, one to two months of running that gun at least once a week. And so I have like, there's nothing new. I sit down to do the review and I already know what I'm going to say about it, but I don't know what I'm going to say about this gun and it'll be cool. It's just stuff. Again, I want people to be immersed in the brand. I want them to see our personality and, and then, you know, there's a lot of people buying guns and not really knowing what do you do with them? Well, you go out and shoot, but what do you shoot? What's your plan? And most people, if you ask them, what is your plan for your shooting? They're like, I don't know. I guess I'm going to go out and try to hit the target. And that's not a bash at people, but my product is that target. And so I feel like my responsibility is what do you do with it? What kind of a game plan can you put together? So I'm, I'm excited to get back at it. You know, our, our range has been under over two feet of snow for the last solid month. Probably I would say we keep getting hammered with snowstorms. So I have not been out on the range. Um, my Jeep might even get stuck. <laughs> so it was 50 degrees here yesterday. Things. Got, oh yeah. Things got a little mucky out. Same here, but it, it kind of makes me a little bit excited for spring, even though I do enjoy winter. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just trying to pound through all this office work, all of this marketing, these ideas, taking this like cold winter season to really dial in what our goal is for the business this year. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely, I feel overwhelmed, you know, on a personal level. Because like I'm sitting here looking at the list of stuff that's extremely important and it's just daunting, you know, being kind of solo right now and, and just trying to tackle the, uh, what I, you know, my end of the process. But I think, I think we learned a lot 
in 2020. I think that already in 2021, we've learned a lot and learned to adapt. And now it's just a matter of how do you put that into practice throughout the year and see what happens by the end of 21. Yep. For sure. Got a, the thing I've, I've just been telling myself as, these last couple weeks, especially is just, you got to keep going. You can't, you can't stop. You got to keep going. You got to, yeah, you got, you got to have something that you're working on now, something that you're, that you're working on, that you're working on for the near future, something you're working on, uh, you know, a little bit further on in the future. And just like, if you don't have something, a few things that, that, that you're working on, then, then you're not moving. And so that's just, you know, we've got a lot of stuff on our, on our plate right now and we're going to keep piling it on. We're going to keep going. Yep. So what, uh, what do you have planned for this week? Do you have any goals or any, anything you definitely need to tackle? Um, I'm, I got, as soon as we get off here, I got some phone calls to make and, um, trying to keep, keep things moving on the, on, on, on these two new products that we're working on. I'm, we're really close to, uh, to being able to launch, well, to like to start placing orders and getting stuff going for, uh, for one of them. So I think really we have all the design down and everything. We just need to, oh, oh we need to kind of solidify the logo stuff because I need to order tags and stuff like that to go, to go with the product before I can have, have them start getting made. So he's got to iron that down. I'm going to try to get that, get that iron down today in order. Uh, hopefully, hopefully get some of the pre-production sample parts ordered pretty soon here for the other product. Nice. Yeah, I'm you? just, I'm just trying to finish up a couple tasks that are holding up other members of the team. And that's probably one of the most stressful, um, stressful things that happens to me is when I get to a point where other people are relying on me to finish what I do. Um, I just, I don't like being in that position. And currently I have quite a few different little items, not even little, some decently sized items that are in my court and I need to just get them out. We need to finish some stuff up, just really focus in, put the music on, drink the coffee, put the new guns away. So I stop playing with them and just get stuff done. One of them being our 2021 catalog, which I kind of waited too long to, to do this. I should have had this um, sooner, but the uh, realization with a lot of our different government agency customers is they're not really doing any face-to-face meetings because of their COVID protocols yeah. And I suspect that no matter what happens with COVID throughout 21, um, at a government level, the protocols are going to be really strict. So they're all requesting catalogs. <laughs> and I'm like, well, great. I guess I'm finalizing the uh, 2021 catalog. But it's like that weird teeter point where it's like, but I also have a pile of new products that are literally about to drop. 
It's like, you know, some of them are not going to make it into the catalog because we have to keep that process going. So we might order less catalogs and then kind of do like a mid-year update. Um, you know, yeah, it's just, I, it's always like this, but that's the, uh, the fun of the business. Yep, for sure. We said, keep going. Yep. All right, man. Well, speaking of keep going, I got to get going so I can keep going. And, Me too. Uh, got stuff to do. I'd make sure places, places to be, but I don't have anywhere to be. <laughs> uh, make sure that you guys come back next week. We're going to have uh, something kind of special for you guys for episode 100. We're going to have details on how to get the something pretty cool and special. So make sure you guys... So. You should definitely tell one of your buddies that they should subscribe to this podcast and then they should listen to some of the first episodes and then jump toward the end here and get a little bit of a feed, you know, a little feel for where we're at now in life. Yeah. And then leave a rating and review because that would be very helpful to us. That sounds like a great idea. This is like, this is brilliance just pouring out right now. Just those are the steps. Just do it. All right, guys, we appreciate you. And, uh, Greg, have a good week. You too. Will do. See you. See you.